0: Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner. I've been sitting in this chair waiting for this moment that we could be together. Yesterday, we began to look at everything we've been given in Christ Jesus. It is amazing. God has made such an investment in me and in you. We have everything we need in us to do what we've been chosen by God to do. You just need to embrace it, explore it, and let it work. And today, we're going to continue to see what else You've been given in Christ Jesus. But hey, if you need prayer, please reach out to us. Call us right now. We're waiting for the telephone to ring in this very moment. Or if you'd prefer, you can send an email. But the moment you reach out to us, we're going to agree with you in prayer. According to Matthew 18, 19, where Jesus said, if two of you will agree in prayer about anything, I'll do it. Well, we know how to pray prayers of faith and prayers of agreement. And if you need somebody to pray with you, here we are. Just give us a call. And by the way, pray for us too. Be our prayer partner. Pray for us as we fulfill God's call on our lives. But before we get into today's teaching, I want to remind you that we're offering you the book, Christmas, The Rest of the Story. You say, Brother Rick, why are you talking about Christmas already? Because I want you to have this book long before Christmas gets here so you're ready for the Christmas season. And when you get this book, you're going to be dumbfounded when you see it because every page is full color. It is marvelously illustrated. And the pages are just filled with information you've never heard about Christmas. And that's why I call it Christmas, the rest of The
1: Story. Watch this. The holiday season always brings about fond memories and cherished traditions. For many, one of those cherished traditions is the reading of the Christmas story. In Rick Renner's timeless new book, Christmas, The Rest of the Story, your family can uncover the beautiful details of the nativity story you have never heard. When I was growing up, I heard
0: the same Christmas story year after year, and I loved it. When I got older. I found treasures in the Christmas story that no one had shared with me. That's what is in this book, and I wrote it to share with you and for you to share with those whom you
1: love. Through its detailed watercolor illustration, Christmas, the rest of the story invites families to explore the true meaning of Christmas as they interact with the story across decorated pages in a coffee table-sized format. When you call or go online right now to pre-order this book for just $35, $35 you'll receive the eternal story of Christmas, now beautifully told in this timeless keepsake. Christmas is a special time when you can pass your faith on to your children and grandchildren. With this engaging new book, you can reinforce the true meaning of Christmas, Jesus, the savior of the world. With magnificent illustrations across nearly 300 pages, your family will create a special tradition that will last for generations. Great as a gift or enhancing your own traditions, Pre-order the book, Christmas, The Rest of the Story, for just $35. Call now or go to renner.org to order. Don't miss this special Christmas offer.
0: Please go online or give us a call to order your copy of Christmas, The Rest of the Story. And hey, you ought to order too, because I know you're going to want to share this with someone else. And today is the last day that we're offering the series called Chosen by God. I've been teaching this for three weeks. It's 15 parts. It's about you waking up to what God wants you to do in this world. And today we're going to see you have inside you everything you need to do the job. But order yours today by going online or by giving us a call. And remember that it comes with a study guide. And we're offering you also the book. By the same title, Chosen by God. The foreword is written by my friend Joyce Meyer. The subtitle says, God has chosen you for a divine assignment. Will you dare to fulfill it? Say yes. When you say yes to the call of God, your life becomes full spectrum. It just becomes full color. So much life will flow into your life when you begin this faith adventure. But reach for your Bible. And today I want to begin by just reviewing a little bit of what we covered yesterday. And yesterday we began seeing what we've been given in Christ Jesus. And we saw in John chapter one, verse 12, that we've been given divine authority. That means you have been given divine authority. And we saw that the word authority, the Greek word exousia, describes delegated authority, which means God has delegated authority to you as a child of God. The word authority could also be translated influence, God has made you an influential person. It was the very words you described people in positions of authority or people who were dignitaries. And it means the moment you got saved, it doesn't matter who you were before, the moment you were born again, God delegated authority to you. He gave you spiritual influence. God created you to be a spiritual dignitary. And we saw in Romans 8, verse 17, you are a joint heir with Jesus Christ. So stop badgering yourself and putting yourself down and embrace who you are. You are a person with spiritual influence. You're a dignitary. You're a joint heir with Jesus Christ. My friends, God has delegated authority to you. You're not a wimp. You are a victor. You have everything you need to do anything God has ever called you to do. So lay claim to it. But then we saw in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 that you are a brand new creature. The word "new," which is used in that verse, the Greek word "kainos" does not describe something made of old materials. It's something new, brand spanking new. In fact, it is so new you're called a new creature. The word "creature," being the Greek word "kathesis," it describes something created brand new. The very word used to describe God in the very beginning, making the universe. He didn't make the universe out of old rehashed materials. He made something brand spanking new, which means you're not an improved renovated version of what you used to be. (laughs) What you used to be was not worth salvaging. It was dead. That's what we read in Ephesians chapter two, you're brand spanking new. Just like when God created the universe He made it of never before existing materials. You are completely detached from who you once were. And now it's time for you to lay claim to your brand spanking new identity. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen. But wait, that's not all. Then we saw in Ephesians 2.10, you are God's special workmanship. And the word workmanship is a translation of the Greek word "poema," the very word used to describe a literary masterpiece. Which means it doesn't matter what your story used to be, When you were created brand new in Christ Jesus, God wrote a brand new story for you. You are not who you used to be. That chapter is gone. That book is burned. That book is buried. That's why we are water baptized when we get saved, because we're burying the past. We're raised to walk in newness of life. And God has made you a literary masterpiece. He's written a new story for you, and now you need to wake up to it so you can walk in it. But then we saw... In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, you have God's richest treasure inside you. And we saw that the word treasure is the Greek word thesaurus. It describes a deposit so rich that there are not enough words to describe how rich it is. God has placed his best inside you. That is the gift of the Holy Ghost. And in fact, in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7, Paul says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, The words we have are a translation of the form of the Greek word echo, which means we have, we hold, we possess. We are the containers of God's treasure. Well, if X marks the spot where buried treasure can be found, it means the X is on you. God has placed his treasure in you, and he calls you in this verse and earthen vessels from the Greek word ostrakinos, And I told you yesterday, that word ostrakinos described cheap pottery that usually was flawed and was easily broken. And in fact, it had so many flaws that to sell it, they had to paint it. They had to put decorations on it to make it appealing to the eye. And Paul, in a hysterical way, uses that word to describe our human bodies. When we look in the mirror, most of us see the weight we like to lose, the defects we'd like to change, how we need to change our hair, change our clothes, women put on cosmetics, fix their hair. We're all trying to cover our earthen vessels or make them look better. But God remarkably put the gift of the Holy Spirit in us. We are the repositories for the gift of the Holy Ghost. We have, we hold, we possess this inexhaustible treasure inside us. That is amazing. So rather than look in the mirror and badger yourself and nitpick against yourself, you need to look at yourself and say, now that is totally amazing. Look at me. I'm a container. I'm a vault. I'm a treasure chamber for God's richest gift. And rather than badger yourself and put yourself down, it's time for you to begin to dive deep and explore what's been put inside you. But hey, there's something else. When we come to Ephesians 1, verse 13, we find that you are sealed and guaranteed by God's Spirit. Listen to this amazing verse. Ephesians 1.13, In whom also after you believed, your faith is what triggered this event. And the moment you believed, Paul writes, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. What does that mean, that you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise? Well, the word sealed is the Greek word spregidzo, and listen to what it means, and get ready to shout. It depicts a seal placed on a letter or package that proved the contents were complete and not defective. (laughs) That means you're complete. You're not defective. Such a seal would only be placed on a package if. The product had been thoroughly examined and inspected to make sure it was fully intact and complete. Which means, if you're saved and you have the Holy Ghost, God found you to be fully intact and complete. If it were broken, defective, or faulty, the guarantor would not put his seal upon it. The seal was the proof that the product was impeccable. So, if you have the Holy Spirit, in God's mind, you're intact, you're complete, you are impeccable. Listen to this. Such seals were also the proof that the postage was paid for the parcel to reach its final destination, which means if you've received the gift of the Holy Spirit, you're going to reach God's destination for your life. Such parcels were usually sent by wealthy and powerful individuals and bore the insignia of a particular powerful person, and it meant the package was to be treated with utmost care, which means if you're a child of God, God will see to it that you're treated with utmost care. Now I want to follow my notes because this is really important. To seal such a package, and my friends, you're the package in this case, the sender poured hot wax onto the flap of the envelope or put a string around the box and afterward pressed his insignia into the wax, leaving a visible distinctive mark. And that mark alerted everyone that the package was the possession of a powerful person. Our seal is the Holy Spirit. We are the possession of God. That seal guaranteed the package would reach its final destination. You are sealed with the Holy Ghost. And it means there's nothing incomplete or defective about you. So stop telling yourself you're not good enough. When God made you, he checked you out, thoroughly examined and inspected you before placing his seal of approval upon you. And when God gave you the gift of the Holy Ghost, it meant your contents are God approved. So stop saying that you are damaged goods. Maybe you were. That's not who you are now. You have God's seal of approval. You are endorsed, approved, recognized, affirmed, sanctified, and notarized by the Spirit of God. (laughs) That's amazing. And because you've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is God's seal of approval, the postage has been paid. So when you think to yourself, oh, I just don't know if I'm going to make it. Of course you're going to make it. God gave you the Holy Spirit. God's given you everything you need to reach your destination. So stop saying, I just don't know if I'm going to make it. Or if the devil says to you, you're never going to make it, point to the seal of approval. Point to the Holy Spirit and say, hey, here is the proof. I'm going to make it all the way to the end. Make that your faith declaration. Lay claim to that because that is what you've been given in Christ Jesus. But hey, there's more. You have the armor of God to defend you. You do. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, the apostle Paul writes, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Notice he doesn't say put on some of the armor. He says the whole armor of God, the Greek word panoplyon from the word pan, which means all, it is exhaustive. And the word haplos, which is the word for weaponry. You put it all together. It means God has given you everything. He has dressed you from head to foot. And it is the very word that describes a soldier who was dressed in his armor from head to toe. It included the loin belt, the breastplate, the greaves, the shoes, the shield, the helmet, the sword, and lance, panoplyon, the whole armor. And according to 2 Corinthians Chapter 6, verse 7, you have these weapons of righteousness on the right hand and on the left hand. Now today, just for fun, I brought a few examples. First, I bought a replica of a Roman sword. My friends, you have the sword of the Spirit. If the enemy comes against you, you have something you can use against him. You are equipped to do the job. Every Roman soldier also carried a battle axe. Well, here is a real authentic battle axe that's more than 2,000 years old. You have a spiritual battle axe. If the enemy comes against you, he needs to be confronted with that battle axe to take his head off. Every Roman soldier also carried spears. Here's a real authentic spearhead from a Roman soldier. This was for hitting the enemy at long distance. You don't have to wait for the enemy to get up close through prayer and intercession. You can assault him from a distance. And then, of course, he needed to have his legs protected so he could walk through rocky areas and walk through thorny patches and get through anything. And for that reason, the Roman soldier wore Greaves they wore these on the lower sins to protect their legs. So if they had to walk through rocky places, they wouldn't get scraped. If they had to walk through thorny places, they wouldn't get cut. It didn't matter what the enemy did to kick their legs and take them down, they were protected. And in the Bible, this is called the peace of God. By the way, this is authentic. This is 2,600 years old. And of course, every Roman soldier wore a helmet. And that's what this is. This is an authentic helmet. From the Greek period and the Roman period, they were covered from head to toe and were commanded in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 to take the whole armor of God. And my friends, you have everything you need to put the enemy on the run. So stop saying that you're afraid. You have everything you need to repel the enemy so you can do what you're chosen by God to do. But wait, you also have Jesus as your personal prayer partner, he is your personal intercessor. There's not a better intercessor than Jesus. Now, if you need prayer, you can call us. But best of all is to cry out to Jesus. Listen to what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest. We're talking about Jesus, friend. That has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our profession. What is it God has called you to do? You're to lay hold of it. And Jesus is praying for you. That's why we continue to read in Hebrews chapter 4, 15 to 16, for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. And listen to this wonderful verse. Let us therefore come boldly. This word boldly means outrageously, audaciously. God is inviting us into the presence of Jesus. The door has been thrown wide open. Let us come to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. The word mercy describes a mercy that acts on our behalf. God wants to act on our behalf and find grace to help in the time of need. And the word help that is used in this verse describes a Roman soldier who comes to the assistant of another soldier who has been knocked down. Rather than just walk off and leave him there, the companion soldier comes alongside to lift him up and put him back on his feet, which means even if life tries to take you down, if you'll come boldly to seek mercy, you'll find grace. And what is the grace? Jesus will come to your side like your companion and put you back on your feet again. Look, you have everything you need in you to do whatever it is. You've been chosen by God to do. And in Psalm 103, verse 13, we find that God really understands our frailty. It says that the father has pity on his children, so the Lord has pity on us. Verse 14 says he knows our frame and that we're made of dust. And because he understands us, he's become our personal intercessor. Look at everything you have going for you. And not only that, next we see... You have God on your side. God is on your side. In Romans 8, verse 31 and 35, we read, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? You need to say that. If God is for me, then who can be against me? Then it continues in verse 35, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pale, or sword. And remember that in the opening programs of this new series called Chosen by God, I covered all the things that the Apostle Paul went through, which normally would devastate or shatter another man. But he couldn't be stopped because of the love of Christ and the power of God that worked in him. And that's why Paul wrote In Romans 8, 37, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Then he added in verse 38 and 39, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And in Paul's life, my friend, he dealt with death, he dealt with difficulties in life, he dealt with demonic angels sent to trouble him, principalities, powers, things present, things to come. He dealt with height and death and every other thing you can imagine that he was unstoppable because he embraced the call of God on his life and allowed the Holy Spirit to work through him. And in the same way, my friends, you can do whatever you've been chosen by God to do. God is just waiting for you to wake up to it and say yes to his divine assignment. According to Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 1, There's a purpose to everything that's under the heavens. You're on the earth. You're under the heavens. That means there is a divine assignment for you. There's a purpose for you. And Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, God has ordained certain things that you're supposed to do in your life. So what are they? Maybe you already know, but you've not stepped into them yet. If you don't know yet, the Holy Spirit knows it all. He is inside you. And if you'll pray, he'll begin to reveal the mind of God to you and you can wake up to what you are chosen by God to do. My friends, this is so powerful. And if you look at all these things we covered yesterday and today, which is just a brief taste of what's been placed in you, you'll find you have everything in you you need to do whatever it is You're chosen by God to do. But one thing is sure, you're not an accident. God has a plan for you. He has a plan for you and he's waiting for you to wake up to it. But I'll be back in just a moment and I want to pray for you.
2: Rick Renner's new series, Chosen by God, is jam-packed with strength and encouragement to help you wake up to the fact that you are chosen by God and not just for salvation. God has a specific, marvelous, and powerful plan for your life. Right now, there is nothing more thrilling than to know you are chosen by God and exactly what he brought you into the world to do. In this powerful 15-part series, Rick will prove to you That God has a specific plan designed just for you. Why you are experiencing so many hassles along the way. You can overcome any roadblock the devil tries to use to stop you. You have everything you need inside you to bulldoze the powers of hell out of your way. That you are exactly the kind of person God wants to choose and use. This 15-part series is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $24. We're also offering you Rick's 304-page book. Chosen by God, with a forward by Joyce Meyer. Joyce says, in Chosen by God, Rick clearly establishes that many are called, but few are chosen. But why is this the case? What are the necessary requirements for not only being called, but chosen as well? What is the cost of fulfilling God's call upon your life? Rick gives us all the requirements necessary to say yes and to fulfill our God-given destinies. This dynamic book is just $18. Are you ready for a life adventure? Order the 15-part series, Chosen by God, and the life-changing book, Chosen by God. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. This
0: is Rick Runner and my friends right now, we're in the very middle of our ministry expansion project. It's three phases. Phase one was building the new studio in Moscow. You helped us do that, thank you. Phase two was finishing the interior of the studio. You helped us do that, thank you. Now we're in phase three, which is retiring the debt on the ministry headquarters in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Our ministry has never had debt. The reason we've been able to do what we've done is because we've never had to service debt. When we built our building in Riga, we did it cash. When we built the building in Moscow, it is amazing that we were able to do it with cash. And now we want to retire the debt on the Tulsa headquarters building so we can liberate all that money to really take the teaching of the Bible around the world. You know, it's never about buildings. It's about having an anchor where the Word of God can go forth. And in that Tulsa facility, we're taking calls from people who are literally calling us from all over the world. And from that facility, we're producing TV programs, social media. We're fulfilling orders for books and giving away thousands and thousands of different resources to people who are reaching out to us because they believe that we provide teaching they can trust. And it's very important that we retire that debt as quick as possible because it will liberate funds for the preaching of the word to the ends of the earth. And that is what we are called to do. And today I want to ask you to please continue to be a part of our giving team so we can retire the debt on the Tulsa building and then we'll be finished with the ministry expansion project. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for becoming a part of the giving team. Well, today we've been looking at everything you've been given in Christ Jesus, and we discussed the armor of God that's been given to you. And I just want to mention that I have a book that you need, which is called Dressed to Kill. The full title says, You Don't Have to Take It Anymore Because You're Dressed to Kill, A Biblical Approach to Spiritual Warfare and Armor. And in this book, there's a fully illustrated section that shows all the different weapons that have been given to us, spiritual weaponry, so we can put the enemy on the run. And today is the last day. We're offering you my series, which is called Chosen by God, 15 parts, and it comes with a great study guide. And today is the last day that we're offering you my book, which is called Chosen by God, The foreword by Joyce Meyer. My friends, if you don't have this book, get online or give us a call, order yours right now. And remember that when you become a partner, and a partner is anyone who says, hey, I want to be a part of this ministry by financially giving regularly so that Rick and his ministry can take this teaching to people around the world And the moment you become a partner by going online or by calling us, we'll welcome you and we'll send you two books as our way of saying, welcome to our partner family. We're going to send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone, dedicated to partners. And we're going to send you Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. This is a gift we always give to anyone who becomes a part of our partner family. But I want you to put your hand on your heart. And I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you that you've given us everything we need in Christ to do whatever it is we've been chosen to do. Forgive us for putting ourselves down and badgering ourselves. And help us, Lord, to lay claim to who we are in Christ. You've done such a great work in us. Lord, help us to find it. Help us to explore it. Help us to release your divine treasures in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you in the next program. But remember... Ecclesiastes 8, 4, where the word of a king is, there's power.
2: Thank you for watching this broadcast. For more information on product resources, or to learn how you can partner with this ministry, please connect with us at renner.org. Also, please be sure to visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.